Hello? Hi. Hey, Fons. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Joseph? Oh, I'm. if I was any better, I'd be twins. And that'd be pretty scary. To oh, my gosh. But thank you. Before we get started, thank you for doing the for for doing this little program with me. I I said I said I'm just so uh, I'm like Minnie Pearl. I'm just so proud to be here with uh, all these people that said yes. And you know the thing about doing online is you can't see my poker face. Oh well. I can only imagine what it looks like. <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. You can't read my poker face. And that, and that's uh, from uh, the Lady Gaga. But uh, <laughs> I was wondering if you catch that, and I don't think you know. Yeah. I love Lady Gaga. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, but uh, you and so uh, the, the just this. Do we have a time limit? Is this? Uh, do I need to be aware of time? I mean, it's your show, so well, I'm just going to go with the flow. I didn't, uh, you know, I know you're uh, a big wig, and I don't want to take up too much of your time. So, <laughs> so I, I want to be conscious of your, of your time, and, uh, and so um, just let me know if you, if uh, I'm going, if, if I'm going too long, just say Joseph, shut up, and let's just go on home. But so. Uh, so I'll say, um, I'll welcome us in and then we'll get started. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, yes. Thank you for being here. And welcome to another episode of Brocephus and Friends. I'm your host, Brocephus. And this week, uh, I'm excited to have Chafon and all you songwriters out there, that's already is copyright is pending on that song, so you can't take <laughs> that. But it's good to have you today, uh, Miss Chafin. I am happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, and I am flattered. Uh, you can't see it, but I have. I'm wearing my uh, Phantom of the Opera uh, T-shirt today. I thought uh, I'll wear that. And and we're uh, taping this as October eighth, and I I was trying to remember where were we um, in the Rumpelstiltskin process uh, at this time. Um, you know, we might have had auditions at this time because remember Rumpelstiltskin, we put that together in four weeks, right mm. after um, as soon as our competition KTA show ended. We did three shows that year, so we were probably planning auditions for Rumpelstiltskin around this time two years ago, or maybe even having auditions. Uh, and for those who are tuning in and are saying, who is Chafin? Uh, she is the drama teacher, the uh, theater coach, the s stuff. Uh, at Brian Station, and I never did have the uh, privilege of having you as a student, but I did uh, was in several of the uh, plays, and they were all they all have a special place. But my favorite one, one of the fun ones that we did was Rumpelstiltskin, and 
and uh, the other one was um, uh, the first one that we did, Once Upon a Mattress, where I had I had two lines, and the first one was I came out um, running, which wasn't a pretty sight, and and I said we tried to stomp her, and there was <laughs> and there was more to that line than that. But I couldn't remember it, and nobody fixed it, so it just stuck. <laughs> and, and the second one, the second line was um, good old Maddie. Uh, Maddie, blonde-haired Maddie. Uh, Maddie Giles. Yeah, I think so. Was there, and she had her character, and I don't remember what it was. And I, and I think it was the third, the, the third show. She, uh, I forgot her name. And I said... Uh, I said her real name, Maddie, and she said later, she said, you know, my parents were confused. She said one, one time my, they said my name was such and such. And then the other time they said, you said my name was Maddie. And so, and so that was special. Uh, What's your favorite play? um, Just in general. Phantom of the Opera for sure. Oh, Yes. Uh, what what's uh, one of your favorite songs from that uh, show? Ooh, gosh, they're all so beautiful. Um, favorite song? Oh my goodness! How do I even choose? It's like it de- it just depends on what what emotion or mood you're in, or I'm in. So for let's see. What about to- what about today? What what Phantom song uh, do you think today would be? Masquerade. Oh man, that that's that is a good one, uh, and the choreography in that one. It was difficult. Heavens to Betsy, it was something. And and all those, uh, all those, even in the show in the uh, movie is uh, is just something else. And uh, I and I'm I was proud to be in that show. I love I love that show uh, for so many reasons because um, it's just it has that uh, feel. It has just this feel to it of all of all different kinds and I and I I love being Pianji because uh I I just love that role. But I I wasn't too crazy about wearing that skirt uh, <laughs> when I first saw it. And then I thought, well <laughs> we'll we'll just get used to it. But um but you uh wrote a play, right? Yeah, I did. I wrote a play last year, and that is the fall show that we took to competition. I wrote it about my late nanny, or grandmother, I call her nanny. And um, yeah, it was a really special experience. We we came to one of the shows, and I tell you, I loved it. I thought, man, this is something, you know, we just tears were coming down our face because I thought this is special because you know in uh you know when you have important people in your life um it's important to highlight them and 
remember the past and uh, remember the good times uh, that you've had. And I, I loved I loved that show. Thank and, you. And you know, words words are important. Um, I can think, you know, of of songs like Phantom of the Opera that uh, that says, um, "Wishing you were somehow here again." Wishing I could say goodbye. Oh, help me say goodbye. And I think you know that is so important. And in this stage of of my life, and and I think of a lot of people, we think of, especially in this pandemic, what are we going to hold on to, and what are we going to uh, let go of? Um, and our words important. When you hear a musical. Do you hear the words or do you hear the music first? Um, I I want to say no to both of those. I hear, and this is going to sound weird, but I hear the feelings. I guess I I, I guess mm. I feel the feelings first, and mm. I, I don't know. I've always connected to music in in an emotional way. And then I hear the music, then the words, I think. Mm. But when it comes to wishing you were somehow here again, that particular song is very special to me because of the words. Mm. What about you? Um, I, I love the, um, I love a good melody. And I, 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 th- I tend to hear the words first. Um, you know, you know, if you, if you say, you know, if you like, I love the words, but I'll, I think there's certain pieces like I can think of a, a song that um, the words are not so hot. They're not so great. But, but when you hear that melody, that you know and especially in orchestra music when they have when it's in a different language Mm -hmm. well i have i've never spoke french or none of them or spanish or none of them (laughs) other other you know um things and when especially when those women sing those high notes i don't know what they're saying but that when that melody or when that orchestra comes in with the and all that stuff the lavish stuff is there's just nothing like like that um so um how did you uh get into uh theater or was that something that you've always uh loved yeah it is always something that i've loved ever since i was a little girl um i had tried to audition as a as an elementary student for a regional production in our community and I don't know what happened I I freaked out and I didn't even go to audition but I did go to the show and I just loved it but the whole time I was sitting in that audience thinking why couldn't I just get over myself I could I could be up there right now this is this looks so much fun and I was like that for years it wasn't until I got to high school when I had a teacher say to me, she was my arts and humanities teacher. She said, 
You strut around this classroom, acting goofy, singing like a man who's on an opera or in an opera. What do you mean you're too scared and shy? That's ridiculous. I don't believe it. There's an audition coming up in two weeks for South Pacific. You're going. You're doing it. And, you know, I am so thankful for her because if she did not tell me that, if she did not whip me into shape and tell me what I needed to hear, I would not be teaching theater today. Absolutely no way. So I went to the audition and well, I actually went to vocal lessons to prepare for the audition and I got in and the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good story. Uh, and and thank God for teachers. Absolutely. Right? Thank God for people who uh, who say, you know, um, we, we, we've seen this in you that you may not see in yourself. And they're the ones that um, that uh, that bring you to. Um, to what we are to what people are today. Um, and so uh, that's, that's really good. Um, you know, I, I loved um, when we did um, the, uh, all of the uh, different uh, stuff, um, but you're also um, into uh you know, the design of the uh, production stuff. Um, does that also um, appeal to you as well? Like when, like when we did um, like Phantom or, or the shows, do you, when you hear the music, do you kind of see the design in your head as well? Uh, yeah, I, I love design. I love technical theater, especially when it comes to costumes and hair and makeup, um, but definitely costumes. I think when um, when I hear the music, I I can maybe picture some designs, but really it's for it's reading for me. When I hear the music, all I can focus on is the emotion um, most mm. of the time. Like it just I get especially with Phantom, I just get swept up into the emotion and the feelings. Um, so that is like kind of what focuses my directing and my blocking um but reading the script i would say um is what helps me visualize the designs but more so researching the time period and finding Mm -hmm. silhouettes and, and different research images of what people wore in that time and then in addition to what colors i feel for the show for Phantom, it was lots of reds, golds, um, deep blues. Um, I oh, it was just so rich in color. I remember um, for uh, Rumpelstiltskin, uh, I I had a shirt uh, that they made into a water jug, <laughs> but but. Um, I remember, I don't remember who told me, or, or they said, you need to go see makeup. Now, this was my second production. I had not done a production before. I'd done one before, but I didn't have any extra frills on me. 
And they said, you're going to go see hair, I mean, makeup. And I think there are a couple pictures. I don't remember. I don't think I had it all of them. But I remember uh, I had lipstick. They Well, they had, they put blue something on my <laughs> face. That, that was okay. I thought, that's okay. But then they said, we're going to put blue <laughs> lipstick on you. I thought, oh, Lordy. You got to, first, we had to wear the uh, the shoes, those little footy things. And that wasn't so bad. But then they said blue lipstick. I thought, oh, goodness. We got to dry the line here sometime, people. But, um, but it was, all three of them uh, were so good uh, that we're, I was, proud to be in them uh what's one thing that you've learned during this uh i guess nine months that we've been in or or maybe not one or or two or however many you want to say what's uh some things that you've learned during this uh quarantine oh my goodness the biggest thing i've learned is not to be so controlling because I am always it's in my personality type to have everything under control to have everything planned out every detail and that comes from my theater background um you have to plan ahead so much and when something like a pandemic comes along to and it and it happens in everyone's life especially people who are like me and they're planners and they're in charge and they're in control it really can make you go crazy if you let it because you are so used to being in charge and in control of every aspect of your life but now you can't be you know you have to be willing to be flexible and adapt adapting to every circumstance situation and I have grown so much as a person I think when it comes to that I'm much more laid back now more go with the flow more flexible more adaptable not that I wasn't before but yeah I've just I've learned to let some things just be and what come what may and let it be (laughs) Mm. uh um you inspired me uh, when I would see you uh, uh, all those mornings. You would have, I think, uh, you did when we at the end. But but you had you would uh, eat pickles <laughs> in the morning, and I and I started looking at research and stuff, and I thought, ooh, that's pretty good. And so and so I said this during this thing i said we gotta go out and get us some pickles and so we have been eating and so uh there for a while i was eating about two pickles in the morning and about two pickles (laughs) in the evening and i don't know if there was any difference but every time that i would eat a pickle i think chafing in the i would think of uh mornings where you'd have your container of of (laughs) dill pickle and uh and that was good. Thank you so much for your time and uh, blessings to you and your family. And 
it was good to talk to you. Well, today. thank you, Joseph. And thank you for having me on your show. I am very flattered and it was good to talk to you. And I'm just so thankful that I have had so many great memories with you and you've made me laugh so many times over the years. And I hope we have more laughter to come. Yes. Uh, thank you. And uh, we'll talk All right. Soon.